Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to this week's episode 16 of Sinister Sessions of the podcast. Is this place haunted? (gasps) I was like, do I go mega camp or do I just like... (laughs) 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 We can redo it so you can do a camp. I'm only joking. Yeah, sorry guys, I actually forgot what the episode was there and I was like, welcome... (laughs) this episode it was a more long-winded introduction than I'm used to I know I was like I was like what is this again because I said it earlier to myself and then I was like I'm gonna say it like this and then I forgot completely so (laughs) hi guys nice to see you again Andy and you too and you yes how are you doing tired tired there's a cat meowing around me as well so I'll try to (laughs) go got a cat now so Oh, don't, don't worry, Peggy will probably try and come over. <laughs> she sat over there in the huff because yeah. I pushed her away. She was yeah. So this week we've been finished sessions with all of us, aren't we? So we're doing a, a little storytelling session. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, like, and it's a good way to end the month of Macabre as well. Macabre. Mm-hmm. Macabre, yeah. Away with my candelabra. <laughs> And how's things over in New Zealand, Olivia? Fine. The weather's lovely. It's like 22 degrees all week. So I've nice. been swimming today. Cool. As you do. And <laughs> yeah, we were all pretty hungover. So we got McDonald's and ate it by the pool. Like I've had worse Sundays. Um, nice. But yeah, I am also really missing home. Really missing home. Hmm. So that's where I'm at. Well, yeah. hopefully you'll be back in time for a general election. <laughs> oh, don't you worry, I'll vote back, Foxy, my gal. Send your postal vote <laughs> in. Get those 
monkeys out anyway <laughs> how is life in scotland lauren and how is life in london um life in scotland is great the weather's tur- the, the weather's for turning now it's getting colder although it wasn't cold yesterday um but it's pretty murky murky here as you would expect yeah. it's but still it- pitch black here basically as well how's that by the way is that science <laughs> <laughs> it's science it's nature i think i think it's really, the weather's just really crap hmm. but the clouds it's like nearly 10 o'clock but it's like really dark which i love you know stay at this all day if it wants yeah i mean i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to be seeing my mum later on today but i'm gonna tell her i can't come over because i don't want to go anywhere yeah, that's terrible i mean i hope she doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> well do you know do you know what it is i've actually i've got a, a big thing at work tomorrow and i've got stuff i need to do for it and i'm just like so what i might do is i'll go over and see my mum but i'm not gonna stay over tonight i don't think because sometimes she she had her flu jab yeah. yesterday and, and she's a new granny as well this week because my brother had his mm. baby of course so, mm-hmm. I, think, so congrats. Congrats. I know congrats to david and He's, uh, he's a little angel as well. So I think he's coming out of the hospital today and stuff because he had had a wee, he just had a few tests he needs to do before he came home. But he's all good. So he's, and he's, he's good. good. If they ever need a babysitter, I'm here. I know. I'll be like, just just leave him with Olivia. It's fine. She's a doctor. If something goes wrong. <laughs> but sure, just wrong. I'm with it. You can, you can maybe sit with me just to give me extra help or whatever. I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Um, but he's adorable. But so I think my mum's my mum's emotionally very overwhelmed this weekend as well as having her flu yeah. jab. She's like, "Ooh, my new grandson." Ooh. <laughs> he's, yeah, so I'll like go her. But yeah, so our, I, I guess we're we're Andy? trying. To, we're gonna try. Well, we hear Andy's doing. What's oh yes, chat? sorry, Andy. What's your chat? Oh, not much really. Same old, same old. You know, plodding through, trying to become a vet nurse. You know. Amazing. Nowhere, but <laughs> but uh, no, well, I've, been, yeah. I've been all good. Right. Got a new cat. She's been keeping me, Yay. me and Mark busy. I've got a little, um, I've got a little mascot for today. Got a little. Oh, that's so cute. Yes. Is it, for everyone that's listening, it's a little ghost that lights up. We it's call cute. him it's super spook. cute. We call him the spook. That's what we call him. Yeah. and we basically we sat, it was obviously Saturday night this is peak Saturday night you know when you hit 30 um, sat in no alcohol watching Most Haunted in the dark with the little spook on yeah it was good that's all, all you could dream for honestly <laughs> it really is but it's that's so that is like the dream night what have series you, what series were you watching it was the. Have you ever seen them? It's the Midsummer Murders ones. Have I? Yeah, I've watched them all. Like pure. I love them. I don't understand why they didn't do more. I think they're really good. That's but... oh, because you said last night. Because what's her name? Um, Leslie. Leslie's on it now. She's yeah. so extra. Yeah. So when she did her um, Mary Queen of Scots, and she's like, "Welcome to the web." Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I love but about? She is like. like She's like this, like uh, moonlights as an actress vibe. <laughs> she, yeah. she does moonlight as an actress. Her first ever episode, oh. 
she was literally um i can't remember what house they were at but she was like the tour guide but she also dressed up as queen elizabeth the first yeah. it's, it was Tutbury castle i think yeah, 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 yeah. It was, and she was like, probably like, did this massive monologue. And now every yeah. chance she gets, she's like, well, I'll be dressing up for this episode, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. I can um, imagine her like as like, a secret swinger. Like, do you know one of those people? Oh, 100%. One yeah. billion percent, yeah. She's you like, guys get it. you guys get it. Is it time for the keys in the bowl situation? <laughs> I'll dress down. Um, I'll dress down. <laughs> Get the chastity belt, darling. <laughs> I am. I I love her. You know the thing about most haunted as well, right? Um, I, I, you probably know this, Andy. Um, but like they pick up people as they're like filming. So one of their like Paris, like their what was he a demonologist? He was oh, like from like the, yeah. He was literally owned a nightclub. Uh, that yeah. they investigated <laughs> and then all of a sudden and some mad psychic told him that he was like a former knights templar and then after yeah. that he was in every single episode being because like i feel something <laughs> and it's like i'd never believed him i just couldn't i didn't like fred bat but yeah he owned caesar's night this is my stupid knowledge of most haunted coming out so he owns caesar's nightclub in london but they only went to the nightclub because they went to a haunted house the week before and Fred was the owner of the house. And really? like Derek was like, oh, the spirits are really happy that you're here. It's because you're reincarnated from someone who used to live in that house. And then he had, so he said, yeah, I know, that's what he felt and stuff like that, you know, because he's a demonologist. <laughs> um, but then they went to Caesars uh, the next week. But yeah. He looks really like fun. he looks like a nightclub owner as well. He proper he leather does, jacket. Like, the tash, the tash, the leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he does summers in Magaluf. He does, and he's got multiple girlfriends under under thirty. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Which is you know good for him. <laughs> a Wayne Lineker <laughs> wannabe. <laughs> it's like Peter Stringfellow or whatever suddenly joins the cast. R.I.P. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh god, and I love Midsummer Murders. Um, yeah, so so will I give a context for the actual episode? So we're basically this this is our second Sinister Sessions, which we did say we were going to do intermittently through um the podcast. Um, so I guess we're we're just going to go through some stories. Some are personal accounts from friends, and some are from um other things, other sources. So hope everyone enjoys mm. it. Um, who wants? I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who? Um, we're not going to do any Bravo chat, right? We're trying to cut that out because we've got an we've got oh, an we've got an extra special um idea for that as well, which we're going to be talking about in later episodes or whatever. But like, yeah, so no Bravo chat, unfortunately. Um, and plus, Andy doesn't even watch it, so you know, whatever. But I, I do have to say, from I was listening to one of your episodes, I can't remember which one it was now, but I was driving home from work. And um, you were just talking about X Factor for like oh, yeah. at least half an hour, and I went home and started. No, we were in. It was. It was at least twenty minutes. And I went home and watched my uh, on YouTube like all these videos. So now all my suggested videos are fucking X Factor and Britain's Got Talent videos. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen them all. Amazing, all around the towns, all <laughs> around the towns and everything, and everything. Um, we do. Um, <clears throat> I have quite a good story to start with. Go on, fabulous. So, 
I have gone a different way, as I told both of you guys. I have decided to go via Reddit to try and find scary stories. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. I'm going to read this one. It was just posted 18 hours ago. Oh, my God, did your cat just make a noise? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's at the door. Listen, do you listen to Two Girls, One Ghost, the podcast? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've definitely heard an episode or two. Listen, they're always like, trust your pets, because if they're saying no, they're saying no. Your pet is telling us stop. Stop. Just, I don't want to hear the Reddit story, actually. That's just... Cool. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll it. So, yeah, this was only actually posted 18 hours ago. Oh so God. it's quite a new one. Fresh. And it's by a user that's called D Fieldhouse. Mm. So credit to them. So are we ready? By the way, yeah. it's night time in New Zealand, morning time in UK. So I've got candles lit and I didn't think it through. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky. Yep. Um, so the, the topic is my old apartment was haunted and eventually forced my wife and I out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like the title says, my old apartment was haunted. My wife and I had separate experiences in that house and I can't speak to all of her experiences but there were a few that stood out for me. Shortly after we moved in, my wife and I were in bed sleeping during the day. We had both worked a long shift and we heard the sound of a kid saying, mommy, 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 from her side of the bed. I thought it was my stepson and I rolled over to see what he wanted. When I rolled over, I saw a shadow from a child on all fours on top of my wife. I blinked to clear my eyes of sleepiness and he was gone. Something that you should know about this apartment was that the house with two apartments was two apartments divided between a top floor and a bottom floor. I looked at both floors before we chose the bottom floor because it was bigger and had a basement. This feels like a rookie error, D-field house. Hey, why would you ever get a basement? I'm already, I'm already yelling at you, but God love you. <laughs> anyway, a year or so later, one night, I'm getting home from work and I look in the house and I see a pale face looking out from the attic window. The upstairs apartment did have tenants at the time, but I know for a fact that the landlord had bolted the attic shut because I asked when I had viewed the upstairs apartment. There were numerous other smaller incidents, usual footsteps when no one else was around, seeing shadow people out of the corner of your eye, random feelings of being watched and feelings of dread, but things really escalated when my wife got pregnant. Things started happening around her more often. When her belly started to show, sometimes she would wake up with scratches on it. Once she swears to have seen some unseen force knock her down. (laughs) But what really forced us to move was after we had had my son, he would have random scratches on his body. And after the first time we found them, we made sure he went to bed with mittens on because baby fingernails are razor blades in their own right. We also made sure that he was wearing a onesie to protect him from getting scratched any other way. That was the last straw. We could tolerate attacks on ourselves, but not the baby. We packed up and moved before his first birthday to a home that we bought ourselves. This home is also haunted, but not in a malicious way like the last. And that is another series of tales for the future. As we were leaving, we felt the obligation to warn the new tenant, Yas Field House, but didn't want to look crazy either. There was a section of wood panelling in the basement that you could pull off the wall to get access to the water main. I figured that any sufficiently curious renter would eventually pull that panel off to see what's behind it. I did. So I left a note addressed to the next tenant, taped to the inside of the panel, detailing what went on and warning them of anything they might encounter. You might call me an ass for not telling them outright, but I didn't think it was right to potentially scare off any renters 
since our landlord was a good person. Good for them. Mm -hmm. That's so spooky. Do you know, I've got the Mm -hmm. same conundrum right now, or not conundrum, whatever the word is, because obviously I've got people viewing my house. And like at first, when I first started having people in, I was like, oh, by the way, it's a funeral parlor downstairs and the basement (sighs) has dead bodies in it. I don't know if that's going to be an issue. It was totally fine for us. Like we Get out of the way first, yeah. Yeah. Get out of the way first. I'm avoiding saying it now because I do feel like some people are put off by it. But literally yesterday, a couple turned up. They were really, really lovely. And I'm hoping they come back. But like, um, they were like, yeah, so what's downstairs? And I was just like, oh, it's a joinery. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, oh, it's not to do with the funeral parlor. And I was like, yeah, but it's fine. It's just like wood and stuff. There 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 is a basement underneath here, but they just use it for storage for their stuff with their bodies <laughs> and I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say no but eventually I was like when they were leaving because they were such a nice couple I was like obviously you do realize that the funeral parlor owns the basement downstairs and everything that comes with that and they were just like yeah we kind of got that so I was like right okay that's fine by the house bye <laughs> but also what a spooky tale I'd hate that yeah. shit I, I didn't like it when you yeah. when you were whispering and making the mummy like shivers, shivers. Listen, Andy, we don't fuck about with month of macabre. So you really don't. You really don't. We don't. We're all out here. Um. Also, it's not alone. <laughs> also, I've never. I mean, I have to say, if I started waking up with scratches, the first time I saw that little body or whatever on top of my wife, I would have been like, "Right, babes, get your knickers up. We're leaving." <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's get out. Yeah. Like with just our knickers down, ready for action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your knickers up, love. <laughs> uh, That's the truth, right? Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway. Also, I don't know why I thought of this right now, but it's going to help take away the scary. Have you guys seen the, the thing of Louis Capaldi when he messages his mum? And his mum's like, so you're on STV, looks like you've got a mangina. And he's like, cheers, <laughs> mum. But he did. <laughs> He's so, so dead. Oh, oh, he's so funny. He's so dead. He's so <laughs> I've not seen that, to be honest, but I can imagine it. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll send it to you after that. It's worse than you can imagine, honestly. By the way, fun fact, he went to my high school, obviously much, many years yeah. later, but he did. He's yeah, no, but he told everyone he's from Glasgow, and I'm like, you're not from Glasgow. Why do you talk like fucking everywhere? Like, just just own it. You're from Whitburn or whatever, <laughs> like in West Lothian. Like, <laughs> own it um yeah. yeah um Andy I don't know if you want to go next or do you want me to go next but I've got to play something I've got an actual recording from a person okay well I, I've got one that sort of relates to sleep similar to the last one so I'll go with that one cool um, but I, like I say mine are just some I've got like three or four they're just small like anecdote stories from like family um so the first one comes from my partner um so when when we were still living in Manchester, obviously we're in London now, um, and we first met and stuff, you know, I'd be going around his flat, and it always seemed sort of like a really dreary flat. Do you know what I mean? Like it had big windows at the front, but then when you were trying to get to the bedroom and the bathroom, you had to go down some steps, and it was really dank and dark. Never really liked it. And then after we'd been seeing each other for a couple of years... Um, he sort of started telling about these dreams he would always have. So it's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, 
it's like a continuous stream, you know, it like happens over and over. I can't remember the the name of it, but like a recurring dream, like a recurring dream that's it. And it's fucking terrifying. Like so basically he would dream that he was being dragged out of bed <gasps> and pinned up against the wall by like this entity in front of him. And it was like, you know, when like Voldemort like puts his finger on Harry's like <laughs> and he's like against the he's like, ah like so like we'd drag him out of bed and put him up against the wall. Um and it was like this recurring dream that he kept having for years and years. Um and then I was like, you know, that's a bit freaky. It's like not right. Um and I remember the first time I stayed, one of the times I stayed and he went to work in the morning, left me in the left me in the flat on my own. I thought, this is a fucking creepy flat. It's really not very nice. Um but the freakiest thing is, the second he moved out of the flat, the dream stopped. He's never had it since. That's oh my god! Oh, my God. By the way, you just reminded me of something, actually, which is off the back of that type of thing. Mm. So, funnily enough, my ex as well, when we lived in... So, I, like, kind of temporary... Well, I kind of moved into her, her flat when, like, we first got together, like, after, like, six months or something. Yeah. And she used to say that... I don't know if if this like she used to say that she used to dream about a girl in her bedroom and I'm sure it was like it was like a little girl who was carrying a knife in the room and stuff huh? like that and I don't know if this is just auto suggestion by the way but so or, or like you know because she'd said this to me but one night yeah. I again similar to you I was alone in the flat and um, looking after our stepdaughter and I think my partner or my ex must have been at like where she works at night mm. shift and um I swear I woke up in the middle of the night and I actually felt like something was like sharp was dragging across my foot oh. and it and it and it was so like it really I felt like and it, there was nothing on the end of the bed there was nothing hanging or whatever like and it woke me up out of my sleep and I was like <gasps> and like proper and it wasn't like and I actually, yeah, you just reminded me of that because, like, that totally, yeah, because um, I it wasn't it wasn't like an old old flat. It was like a flat that had been built in like the eighties, like a council flat and stuff like that. Yeah. But it it had a weird vibe as well. Like it's so strange how I mean, nothing actually physically happened, and I couldn't see anything when I woke up. It wasn't like, but it really freaked me out. So yeah, places are like that. You know what I mean? But is that place haunted? Mm-hmm. It probably. Thank God she moved out of it. <laughs> probably try to get back into it now. <laughs> no, when you're telling the story, Andy, I'm so thirsty. When you were like, oh, he pushed him against the wall, I was like, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Daddy ghost at you? <laughs> but yeah, that's so freaky, by the way. It's weird that you didn't that ask. Yeah, no, it was scary. <laughs> that was really scary, though. But <laughs> and that was not the outpost. Well, that was reminds me of you guys. Do you watch Friends? Yeah. Do you know the episode where Rachel's in her fourth, her third trimester, or whatever, and she's like one of all the guys? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets really. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, but I remember like. She's just horny throughout the entire thing, isn't she? She's just like looking at all these guys that are really ugly or doing, doing something. Yeah. She's doing. like, "Is it just me, or is the guy who took my blood really cute? You know, bold haircut, oh, yeah. hairy fingers." Does she? Does she mention something about Chandler's um, sweater vest or something like that? I can't remember. 
Oh no, is she's like normally that wouldn't be the type of guy I go for, but all right now all, all I want to do is rip off his sweatpants. Well, and- <laughs> God. You know, I can't watch Friends anymore because when I used to work at Gap, um, like my uh when you used to go on your breaks, we had like the videotapes, like the cassettes mm. and stuff in the in the staff room. My God. So like every time you go in, like if someone was on a break, they'd be watching Friends. And you know when you affiliate something <laughs> with like a job that you were like, yeah, like yeah. I don't want to be folding jeans no more, honey. Um, <laughs> that's what it, it reminds me of and stuff. But yeah, but that is you. Yeah, I hate stuff like that. Oh well, not not your horniness. Um, like the thingy. Um, shall I play my one of one of two of my voice recordings for my very good friend? Mm. Um, yeah, bit, of, bit of background. Um, she's top class bird. Um, but also <laughs> she, when she was younger, I think I've mentioned this before. She used to um basically see like dead people, like repeatedly. She's like one of those people like mm-hmm. um and she tell her mom she about... saw the minor sorry is she the one who saw the minor guy in her no that's another friend of mine um no she used to she's got like abilities i think although like she doesn't really like have it now or whatever but i think i said in another episode that her young daughter like a, a few months ago when we first started um like when we first met each other she was she found out that <laughs> so i was on a chat call at work with her and basically behind me she saw the door open but nobody came in and she went she went Lauren um I don't know if you could I don't know if you saw this on camera but your door just opened by itself and I was literally like huh and then thank god it it was I was I I pretended that it was nothing but it was actually one of the cats who'd come in the room (laughs) but I was like oh my god that ham's here all the time this place is so stupid I'm leaving I was like crying and stuff (laughs) and then she was like oh she's like oh my god Lauren oh my god and then I was like I'm only kidding it's the cats um but she (laughs) then she went in to tell me about this but so we were in we were in work a couple few weeks ago with our wider team that come up from London and I literally in the meeting was like right guys since we've got a break can we start recording some spooky stories from my podcast and everyone was like forced into it so she so basically she she said this so we were sat at the table so this is one of the experiences that she had hopefully you guys can pick it up um but let's go scary story i suppose was when i was living in dublin um my probably around 21 because they didn't want to tell me about it beforehand because they knew i'd be totally freaked out in my dad's house um so my cousin used to come around and we used to play with my Barbie dream house and I had a lift and the big Barbie pink cart. Listen, I know you're laughing. I love, I love my Barbie dream house. So it's my favorite toy and Barbie's um, convertible pink car. Anyway, so we were playing with this and my cousin has vivid memories of being absolutely raging because I had a new best friend that was there and that I could see this best friend and my cousin couldn't see this best friend and was really angry that she had to play with this person she couldn't see um, and that this person was getting to- like shots on the toys that she wasn't allowed to and I was talking to this person and laughing and giggling and she was just felt really left out and, and whatnot. And so this went on for a few days. Um, and then my mum and my aunt one day answered the doorbell and um, it was the milkman and it was in the milk used to still come in glass bottles you know you get them delivered to your door and he came a day early and um, I'd obviously been talking about this little girl all week and um, my mum just thought I was like being a standard child a make-believe friend um, and so he came to the door and my mum and my aunt said to him, oh you're here a day early you know what's you know why and he says oh I'm going to the funeral of a little girl who passed away she's a family friend said her name 
And this is the name of the girl that I'd been talking to my mom about. So my mom and my aunt turned around and just kind of looked at me and they were like, okay. And so he said, so yeah, I'm going to that. So I, I won't be around tomorrow to deliver your milk. Come up last, they closed the door. That night I said to my mom, oh, that my friend, I can't remember her name now, but well, obviously I can't remember it. My, my cousin's told me this, um, that my um, friend was going home to see her mommy because she was very sad. Um, and then I never spoke to her again. So she had her funeral the next day and that was it. So I had an imaginary best friend for a week. That's wild. She says that she used to she used to see people all the time and stuff like that. But I'm but imagine just like imagine being her mum and being like, oh my god, my daughter is so freaky. She'd said before as well, so her auntie I think is quite like and is quite connected to all this type of thing as well. So I think and the auntie was there, I think was is the auntie that's like that. So they probably were just like, oh, she's got the gift. Mm. But how strange. <sighs> that's quite that's wild actually. Yeah, when you were like, oh it's the little girl's funeral and it's her name, I got shivers at that point. I was like, oh, same, same. Don't like that. Don't like it. My mates actually sent me another one that's pretty good, but I'll play that in a bit. But I don't know. Yeah. Right, oh, the cat. the cat is warning us, guys, and we're going to remember this. No, um, well, I've got another Reddit tale. Do we ah. another Reddit? Yeah, let's go for it. So this was only posted seven hours ago, and this mm. is by the user Hate Anxiety Zero Seven. Me too. The topic is called Saw a figure last night The hat man oh, I'm scared Love a hat man story, Love a hat man story. <laughs> Okay Last night I was staying in my girlfriend's dorm At university And I woke up in the night And I'm not sure what time it was But it was still dark I looked towards the mirror And I saw this dark figure with a small top hat It was very tall It had a trench coat on and I swear I was awake. It felt weird. Like I wasn't afraid at all for some reason. I'm really having to focus on this because the grammar, not so good. <laughs> I assumed it was just a coat hanging up with my beanie on it or something because it's cold here in Canada right now. Oh, gutted for you. Um, when I woke up, there was no coat or hat hanging on the door. I was confused and I told my girlfriend in the morning and she said that was weird. Her closet door was open in the morning and she she would usually have it closed. A mirror is attached to the back of the door and the door was open in a way that the mirror was facing the bed. And that is where I saw the hat man. My girlfriend told me earlier today she remembers being confused last night as she heard me saying, what did you say? She asked if she was sleep talking. I have no memory of her sleep talking and I don't have memory of myself saying, what did you say? I consider sleep paralysis, but I have never had this or struggled with this, and I was able to move my body. I felt so calm. I looked up at this man, and I looked up his description, and at least many people have seen him. I suppose I could have hallucinated, but wouldn't it be strange for so many people to hallucinate the same thing, the same person? I also have never hallucinated before. I found mixed things about this man. Some say he's a demon. Some say he's evil. Some say he's an absorber. And some say he feeds off people like a parasite and tries to appear friendly. I've also heard he comes before illness hits or during traumatic times. But I'm not dealing with either of these things right now. If anyone has any idea of what this man means, please let me know. Mm. Oh, God. 
I've read quite a lot of stories about him, actually, or this this guy. I've only heard that. Somebody replied saying, I've seen the hat man. I didn't know he was a thing that other people saw at the time. First, it was his reflection in the mirror, then across the room. And then over a period of a couple of months, he got closer every time. He didn't scare me either, but it was weird. In my experience, I was deathly ill with a tumour and didn't know it and almost died. Oh, so I believe he is an angel of death. And he was waiting to take me if he needed to. I don't think he's evil. I think he's just doing a job. Mm. That's freaky. A bit like the Banshee. Well, the hat man. Like so, it's so unnerving, isn't it? Like, it reminds me of that Babadook, yeah. eh? Is that what they... Yeah. Yeah, Babadook. Mm. Oh, that film is pure fucking scary, like... When the kid's screaming in the car, it's just like... <laughs> oh, God, no. Can't deal with it. That's a freaky I have one. to say, it wasn't a film that I expected like a wanking scene in of all films. Was there a wanking What's scene? That? I can't remember. I don't remember yeah. that. What's that? When did that happen? I'm sure there was. I remember being like, why is she wanking right now? Is there a ghost? I know, I wouldn't be wanking in, in front of any ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fair. Well, not that you know of. Not that I know of. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think there was... I like, have <laughs> <laughs> Come forth, literally. Come forth, the hat imagine man. There was a new porn, imagine there was a new porn hub category. It was like wanking with the hat, hat man. Guys, <laughs> someone else tell a story for the love of God. I'm losing it. <laughs> cool, yeah. So like this next story is like another, it's not so much a scary one. Oh, it's just yeah. a, bit of a, a bit of a weird coincidence. Um, like my last one, my next one after this is like the scary, scary one. But this one uh, is one of my mum's stories. Uh, so basically, uh, my mum, ha- when she was like in her you know, mid twenties, had like her best friend who's, you know, we were really close. The two families were really close, um, and obviously she'd met my mum had met her family and extended family and stuff like that um, over the years. And one night, my mum was having a dream. Um, so she dreamt that her friend's mum came to her at, in the dream and was speaking to her by me and said, um, tell Debbie to check in this drawer in the kitchen at the back. And my mum thought, oh, it's a really weird dream. You know, I didn't think much of it, just thought it was a bit strange. And anyway, uh, my mum's mate called her that morning and said that her mum had died during the night. Um, and my mum was like, that's really strange, but she didn't really think anything of it. And, you know, a couple of weeks went by, um, they had the funeral and stuff like that. And my mum sort of remembered, started to remember this dream that she had that night. And, um, she said, have you checked? It was like a cupboard in the kitchen right at the back. And she's like, just go check in this cupboard. Like your mum came to me in a dream, said this to me. Um, and it was like, I think she found some like an old photo book or like all these old photos in of the mum and like the family. And it's like fallen down the back of like the cupboards, so, like no one knew it was there. Oh um, so they got all these memories and stuff. I thought that was really strange. That is a weird one. Like so specific. It's yeah. niche. Like a, just, you know, half and chance. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a spooky one, but it's like a coincidence. It's something heartwarming, actually. Yeah, it's quite yeah. nice. I thought I thought it was quite a nice one. 
you know, you've, you've reminded me of a story that happened to my sister, my sister who listens to the podcast. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. She doesn't really like like scary stuff. She doesn't like spooky stuff. She doesn't really like talking about ghost stuff. But she's um, uh, on holiday. She was on holiday. I think our honeymoon with my brother-in-law mm-hmm. um, in Gran Canaria. And or it was even way before that. It was in the times where you'd have like a digital camera. Oh, yeah. I remember nice. those days. Oh, yeah. You go on a night out without a digital camera. <laughs> exactly. And she had it on holiday where they were. I think it was one of their first holidays together. Anyway. And they were leaving and packing to go home the next day. And she couldn't find this camera anywhere. And she was like, honestly, I just kind of made my peace with the fact that I'd left it somewhere because I couldn't find it anywhere in this apartment. Mm. She had a dream. This young man came up to her in her dream and was like, your camera's in the drawer in here. You've just you've not checked it yet. It's in the drawer or in the bookshelf somewhere really random. Go and look for it there. So she was like, she woke up and she's like, I'm going looking, it was there. That's so weird. And so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> right? Leave a and tip for the helpful I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it. Sorry, Jamie. Weird things have been happening in her house. So she's in a new build. So we were talking about it. And like one day I was um, babysitting my niece while she was at work. So I was just at her house mm. and the microwave buttons beeped like when somebody was pressing them. So, and I went through and I was like, nah. And I kind of honestly wrote it off because it was a new build. I was like, I'm not going to read into this. And then as she came back and I said, oh, by the way, your microwave beeped. And she was like, we had to get a new microwave because that kept happening and it's now happening again. <laughs> It's happening again. I've mean, yeah. been living at the waste of money. Cost the living crisis. I'd be like, literally, she says stuff keeps falling over and things. And so she looked up the history of the house because, because she's not like us in a way that like we'd be quick to be like, is this the ghost? She's quite quick to write it off. <laughs> yeah, we're like, let's go. <laughs> we're like, let's go. Because it kept happening. She looked up the history of the house and it's built on an old mine. We're like. Kids, oh. a kid had died and she was like it's weird because see in the middle of the night do you guys know in the night garden yeah I know of it yeah well there's a ninky nonk which is like a big <laughs> basically a thing that they fly in right and Eve my, my niece has a ninky nonk toy and it like flashes lights and it's like beep 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 and she's like a few times in the middle of the night that's gone off no god ghost and they'll go downstairs and, off. and she's like I, I just she's like I just like to think it's that child that died in the mine that's yeah. like just excited toys because yeah. it's never like molecular or anything it's just playing with the toys and stuff but mm. a few of her toys have been moving and uh, I'd sage it back to the mine I'd like mm. get out of my house she's actually got a sage <laughs> plant she's got a sage plant so she can do it <laughs> nice. she's growing her own sage it's, nice. it's it's funny that because remember when we were when we first started recording together you were recording at Debbie's bit and then you were freaked out like the whole time that was my other sister oh was it your other <laughs> sisters all oh, right sorry actually. <laughs> yeah um, no she's my other sister um she is believes in ghosts but does not believe her house is haunted you were totally freaked out when we were recording though it was quite weird it was almost like you were the vibe was like but oh that's scary about Debbie's though oof no thank you no thanks yeah yeah Nope. So, fabulous. I've got another story from my friend um, that, mm-hmm. she's, that she we recorded at work um, while we were on our break, by the way, if anyone's listening. Um, 
Yeah. That's the official party line. That's the official party line. Um, so, um, interestingly enough, this takes place in the city we were just talking about where we're going to meet in and in the very place we might go to. So, I'll just Ooh. start this off. So, this is, again. So, this one was the Vault Tour in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And I went, I must, it was either the end of high school or at the start of uni, but it was around that age. And, you know, in Edinburgh, there's all the underground passages underneath the Royal Mile. Um, and so we went went on one of these and we were down and I kept on, like, we were in this room. And I kept on, I was at the back of the group and I kept on hearing somebody, like, whispering in the in my ear. And I was like, you know, if they've got some sort of sound effects going on in here. And I was, like, mm. looking for, cat like, microphones or, like, speakers or something. Um, to I was like, so something kept on whispering at me. And I was like, so I was a bit distracted by that and wasn't really listening to what was going on in the room. But the guy was talking about how this room was like, um, you couldn't really see very much, but where there used to be a um, fireplace and it was like, they had pokers. And he was talking about how like this, the form of torture like would be this hot poker. And so it would be used on people as a sort of like, you know, what they yeah. did back in the day. I don't I don't know exactly because I wasn't listening to him because I was listening to what was going on <laughs> in my ear. But I remember him talking about a hot poker and I got a hot flash up the side of my neck. So I actually screamed out loud and he stopped the tour and he said, can I just speak to you for a second? And I was like, yeah, and he was like, well, can you just explain to me what happened? It's like, I got the sharp pain up my neck. And I was like, and I was like, I've been hearing something. And he's like, you've been hearing voices. And I was like, hi, he's like, can I ask you to leave? <laughs> and I was like, oh. what? He was like, you can't, you're too susceptible to this. You need to leave. And he was like, so he took me outside. That was it. I was taken out off yeah, the journey. No, and he just said to me, no, I know, he was just, um, he was like, I can't let you progress the tour, you're too susceptible to it, and he was like, please just do me a favour and don't go on the poltergeist tour at the graveyard, and I was like, I absolutely won't. Oh. <laughs> now you got to go. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, did you get your money back though? I was like, that's the first thing I thought was like, well, you take me back, give me my money. <laughs> totally. I didn't, I was like, oh my God, I couldn't go home, Jesus, but I would have to. And the fact... Sorry, Andy. I was about to say the fact that he was like, do not go on the poltergeist tour. It kind of sounds like he wants her to go on the poltergeist tour. Yeah, because that tour that she's talking about, because I think you come out the vault. I'm not sure if you come out the vault and so you go into the graveyard, which I used to live next to, and go uh, to the Kenzie Poltergeist. Um, and people do get hit on that tour quite often and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like... Um, scratched on that. You know, similar to my friend there as well. I remember years ago, my friend that I used to work with, again, another, but when we used to work in retail and it was a laugh, um, she told me that she went down the same vaults tour and she actually started uh, hyperventilating and fainted while she was downstairs. Yeah. Or was either her or her friend and they had to carry her out. <laughs> like, oh, take me out of here. But um, the vaults tour is like notoriously, like certain people just get like, horrible experiences down there whereas i've never had anything happen i've heard weird i've heard weird things and i've got weird photos but i've never had anything like that touch wood happen to me but i like there's some people who get thrown across the room literally it's wild it's so intense down there but yeah it is so let's do it again in january (laughs) let's do it again Bring it, bitch, Mr. Boots. <laughs> um, I have a story. It's a little bit more heartwarming than anything, I would say. Okay. Um, but I'll be read it deep dive. Yeah, and the username is Watty Banker. Watty Banker? 
Anyway, thanks for the story. The title is My Toothbrush Keeps Mysteriously Going Missing. Ooh. So, this is a story. My that- younger sister died four years and three days ago. I guess I'm looking for signs she's still around, but this is strange. It's happened once before last year. This year, though, it happened again this month. I had an electric t- toothbrush, an Oral-B, and it was a replacement <sighs> for the last toothbrush, which also went missing. It's impossible that I lost it because it goes on charge when I'm finished. Otherwise, the battery is dead when I use it again. One day, seemingly overnight, for the second time, it went missing earlier this month, like a couple of weeks ago. Exactly the same way the first one went. It just vanished overnight and nobody had a clue. I don't have cats. I marked it so my siblings knew which one it was. Nobody else touched it because they know I detest people touching or using my toothbrush. And it's a valuable item to me too. I was getting fed up with manually brushing like a peasant. (laughs) I bought the first toothbrush whilst I was at university around two months around the date of her death. To this day, neither have turned up. I want to believe it's my little sister fucking with me. It's definitely the sort of thing she'd do to wind me up. She was a right prankster and it's a strange coincidence for sure. And then they've added edit. I've just realised the first toothbrush that went missing was the 1st of February, the anniversary of her death. Mm. Oh, oh, that's scary. But somebody's replied saying um, it probably fell in the toilet. (laughs) Would it flush it? I think it would flush. I know, I know. It does sound like the kind of thing that a prankster sister would do as well. Yeah, totally. Also, I I love, I love how somebody's like, like some logical person. Yeah, it's down the toilet. It's not your sister. Your sister's not coming back, Ben. She's, she's dead. (laughs) Get over it. Yeah, get over it. Come on. I love the level of detail that we know about this person's dental hygiene. She's like, I didn't like to manually brush. I recommend Oral B because my dentist tells me to. (laughs) I, I thought that when you said it's an Oral B, I was like, it's like. We need to know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look how, look how fancy I am. <laughs> You've got my oral bit, yeah. <laughs> it's electric. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a trick. It's an investment, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we call it a day there, or do we have any other stories? I've got one more story. Go on um, then, Andy. One more. One more, yes. So yes, this is my this is another one from my mum, and it's sort of uh, mum on as a guest. <laughs> she'd love it, you know. She's know, like little bit fielding. She'd love it. Um, We're so yeah. <laughs> Who loves most haunted? Um, this is like a story, and funnily enough, next week, this time next week, I'll be at the place this is about. So obviously, me and my friend who I used to co-host with, we're going away next weekend for Halloween. Um, so stay in a haunted pub for a couple of nights, get pissed. Nice. Do some looking for ghosts. It's going to be good. Um, but yeah, so this is about a story my mum had from when she and my dad went there years and years ago, like 35 years ago. Um, so basically it's about a pub called The Mermaid Inn. Um, so it's right on the south coast, but it's notoriously like haunted. Uh, most haunted have even been there for an episode mm, yeah. um, in the early days. I've done an episode on it as well, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so my mum and dad have this story. So basically, my mum and dad were, is you know, the olden days. It wasn't like it is now where you get everything done on booking.com. You just sort of, you go and you'll find somewhere to stay when you're there sort of thing. So they sort of went to this town 
and they were looking at places to stay and they thought, oh, the Mermaid Inn, that looks nice, you know, look, look looks nice, we'll stay there. And they were they got talking to this couple who had this story for them. Um, so basically they, this couple checked into this room, went to the, got, got themselves settled and stuff, but there was like, um, they call it an ottoman at the end of the bed. So it's like mm-hmm. a... You know, it's got it's like a box. Like a box. Like, it? Yeah, yeah, basically. So that that was like at the end of the bed, um, but they moved it to the um, like the window because so they could sit at the window and look outside. Um, and they said that night that the woman she um, she could feel something on her legs. It was like it like it was laid over her legs or something. There's some sort of weight there. She could move the rest of her body, just not her, like her shins. <clears throat> she thought, sorry, my throat's going. And uh, yeah, she thought it was weird, but she didn't think too much of it. But they were speaking to like the woman that owns the, the hotel the next day. Um, and she said, oh, you know, it's really, the, you know, how did you sleep? And she was like, oh, yeah, it was fine. It was just really strange. I felt this weight on my on my legs. Like I couldn't move them. And the woman on the desk said, did you move the ottoman? And they were like, um, yeah, like, actually we did. And they said, yeah, the ghost who like in that room likes to sit on the ottoman oh. that, at the end of the bed. So obviously they moved it and it sat on the be- end of the bed on top of her oh legs. Oh, that's so freaky. So my mum was like, yeah, we're not staying there. <laughs> Yeah, like the fact that she knew, she's like, oh, have you moved something? Have you moved the... Yeah. Um, so my mum and dad did not stay there because my mum was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. They found somewhere else to stay. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, that's weird. That is sensible. Yeah. That's weird that like they made that connection that she likes to sit on the bed and then because you've moved it, it's like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to sit here now. Here is dead. Yeah. <laughs> that is spooky. Oh, I'd love to go there, though. Maybe we yeah. can too. Now you do that, I'm like, ooh, we should go. We definitely go. <laughs> it sounds nice, and you know, yeah, we should book that room. Oh, we should mm. definitely go on a haunted holiday. We could call it haunted holiday. Oh, I would love it. I would love like, it. There must, there must be like, imagine on Thomas Cook, like a uh, haunted holidays, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's a great idea for a business team. Was... Yeah. Oh, we're always entrepreneurial here. We're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Queens of the side hustle. <laughs> Amazing. Always, always. Um, well, I've say thank you. An so amazing much. episode. Yeah, excellent episode. It's a good guys. one. And yeah, thanks, Andy, for joining us again. Oh, thank you. Thank always you. It's a pleasure. Nice speaking to you guys again. Yeah, um, and I don't know if ever if you want to give a shout out to your podcast just to remind everyone aware that they can listen to you aside from this fabulous episode. This fabulous one, um, yeah, thank you. So it's uh, if you you can follow me on Instagram at Spooky Island Radio, um, or obviously Apple Podcasts um, or uh, Spotify, um, you can hear see me there. So uh, Spooky Island Radio. So every every week. I have like a new episode, but every week in between the main episodes, they're just like three, four short campfire stories. So it's a bit of a different vibe. So one week it's like a bigger deep dive into a story or like chatting with somebody like these lovely ladies. Um, And the next episode is just like chill straight into the stories, 10 minutes done. 
then yeah so if that sounds nice to you you want to do that then find me at spooky island radio absolutely thanks it's a fabulous podcast thank you very much Mm -hmm. thank you and um as usual from the girls at is this place haunted please follow us on instagram we've got a tiktok now but we're not as active on that but we'll be doing more i think once i I learn how to do stuff you're much better i'm actually famous there guys so olivia's famous so follow influencer yeah you're an influencer what's your handle again hashtag sponsors <laughs> yeah um so my tiktok is at something like olivia underscore um one of my videos has nearly a million views just no biggie <laughs> um, <laughs> but we do have our own tiktok and we will be posting more on it but i've already put a wee ghost story on there it's at as this place haunted um on tiktok and on instagram it's at is this place haunted podcast and we are hilarious we are hilarious. You are hilarious. You are hilarious. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you so much. And also, guys, <laughs> remember to rate our podcast and tick the little notification thing so every time we do release something, it goes straight into your download list. And thank you for your ratings so far. We're five stars. I know. Thanks, people we know. Thank <laughs> <you. Yeah. laughs> Thanks, Mum. Yeah. Thanks, Mum. Imagine it's Jen Shah. <laughs> Oh my god, Jen Chad. Jen Chad's like Lauren's Lauren supported me. Oh my god. She's like, she's supporting me. I'm not guilty. Oh my god, this is a housewife <laughs> thing. So, so we've got it in already. Sorry, Andy. We're like Salt Lake, Salt Lake forever. Um yeah, so th- thanks guys for listening. Thanks for an amazing episode, everyone. And yeah, let's do this again soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers, guys. We'll yeah, see you next week, guys. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.